0: hey babes hey girl hey baby girls this is all the reels with renee becca and vicky we are so excited that you're here because
1: otherwise we would just be chatting among ourselves
0: but for real we are pumped
2: we're gonna be deep diving into relationship topics chit-chatting about life and hopefully bringing
1: you some fun and laughs along the way We'll be here every Thursday, ready to bring you some juicy, unfiltered content. And don't worry, we won't hold back.
0: So grab a drink, sit back, because here we go. Hey guys, we are so excited. We have Alex Haller with us today, and we are talking about Um, her journey through infertility, and spoiler alert, she is pregnant currently, so we are going to be asking her some questions about her journey and everything that she has gone through to get to this point. Um, But before we dive in, let's do what we always do. What are we sipping on? Um, Alex, do you have a mocktail?
3: Hi, guys. So yeah, actually, the best thing about this time of year is that they have all their like sparkling Fun drinks out in the middle of all the aisles. Yes. So I'm drinking a white grape sparkling cidery thing uh, with a flash of cranberry and some lemon. Mm, that is so that's very- my, my attempt at being fancy. It's
2: very fancy mocktail. I love that. That's fancier than what I'm drinking, and I can drink alcohol. So yeah. <laughs> Which so I'll go with mine. I am back to old faithful raspberry white claw. <laughs>
1: Love it. Me and Becca are together. She's <laughs> here with me. I am drinking. Okay, so I'm really, guys, going outside of the box today. Um, it's a Tommy Bahama, which I didn't know that they made an, any type of drink. I just thought they were oh, yeah. a sh- weird shirt brand. I don't know. <laughs> but it's got I thought I, they had underwear. I don't
0: know. I'm going to go
1: on. Yeah, be- oh, no, you're right. Yeah. Beach chairs and coolers. Oh.
0: Mm, I think I'm thinking a Tommy Hilfiger,
3: maybe,
1: um, but <laughs> so now they have this beverage, it's, it tastes like a seltzer, but it's vodka, um, it's a vodka, like bubbly thing, and it's called Island Tonic, it's so light and refreshing and good, it's kind of, it has, uh, aftertaste, I can't put my finger on, it's like, like grass or something, <laughs> I, but like good, like, uh, good
0: grass, like herbally grass, I don't know. Wow, it sounds delicious. <laughs> I am drinking Goose Island Christmas IPA. Yum. It's very good. Yes. All right, Alex, let's dive in. Do you want to tell everyone a little bit about yourself or just kind of give us a little intro and then we'll get into our questions?
3: Sure. So um, I am 34 and I live outside of Gettysburg and I've been married for four and a half years to Jesse, who happens to be... One of Eli's best friends. They grew up together. Um, we have two beautiful dogs. They're both labs, and they're they the are best. Four and two, and <laughs> I can't promise that they're going to be quiet through this whole thing. <laughs> so if you hear them, that's why.
0: No worries. Um,
3: no worries. And, yeah, like Renee said, we are seven months pregnant with our first child after trying for three years.
0: Yes. yes. So exciting oh. that you are pregnant now. <laughs> I have chills
3: already, and it's
1: going to be so great. Question off the bat, though, just because you just made me think something. When you say we've been trying for three years, I don't know anything about pregnancy, so forgive my ignorance, please. Mm -hmm. Um, How often do you try? (laughs) (laughs) I'm really genuinely curious. I know you follow the
3: cycle thing and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So you, like, track your cycles. Some people will take temperatures. Some people will pay attention to, like, what their body is doing through each cycle. But yeah, so we tracked everything for three years. For three years. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to fall over.
2: I love your – I'm so excited for your story for everyone to hear it because, like, spoiler alert, it's
0: going to be – it's so exciting. Oh, my God. Yay! Yay, Okay. So um, you already told us how long you were trying to get pregnant. Obviously, as we're saying, you had a lot of trouble. Was there something medically wrong or was it just – Taking forever.
3: So technically, technically they said that my left fallopian tube
0: was blocked.
3: But that doesn't actually mean that you can't get pregnant because you te- you don't need both of them. Okay. To actually blood. get pregnant. You know what I mean? So Blocks did it? What? Well, they don't know. So they do all these tests. So the way that infertility works is you're technically diagnosed as having or or being infertile after a year of trying. Because if you're actively trying and you already pulled the goalie and you did all that stuff, like, if you're not getting pregnant within a year, you're technically infertile.
0: Oh, yeah. Did did you feel so sad when, like, that – was that actually sad to you, like, you're infertile? Or is it just kind of like a –
3: No, it's more – I think they, they're a little bit more delicate than that, but that's really what they meant. Yeah, so, options. Right, yeah. So after eight months, I started asking some questions. I mean, because like you girls, I went to Catholic school, you know? Mm-hmm. Loved your Catholic school episode. Like, <laughs> Thank <thanks>. you. <laughs> so you think that it's going to happen a certain way because that's what's like drilled into your minds. Yes. Like from when, you were, when you were a
0: kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And so, that's not with, what yeah, um, you said that your left fallopian tube was blocked. Does that mean that you had like 50% less chance than somebody else to get pregnant or no?
3: Not really, because okay. some people will say that like your one tube will go one cycle and the next tube will go in the next cycle, but that's not actually how it works. Okay. Um, everybody's body is, of course, different. But for us, they weren't going to fix that. So it's not like, you know, a blockage in your heart and you got to like put a stent in and open it. They're not going to do something like that for your tubes. It just helps them to decide what treatment options for you. Okay. So like if both of them were blocked, then they would have known, okay, this girl can't get pregnant. So we're like going to go right to IVF. Like it's not possible. Oh, unless you do IVF. Right.
0: Okay. So... Through the process, obviously, you said around eight months, you started asking questions. You went and had all these um, appointments and talked with doctors. Did you try anything yourself naturally? Like, I'm sure you probably did a lot of research and tried to like, figure out what it's all about. Obviously, I'm not going through this, so I've never looked this up, but like, are there diet changes or different natural things? Did you try anything like that?
3: Yeah, so I tried some supplements um, just to help like, boost your egg quality. Because at this point I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know what was wrong. And then like, you read online. I tried all these funky teas that you can buy. I was just gonna ask. Like, is yeah. it like a what are yeah. what's the oh, pre-workout? Shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that works, but don't <laughs> technically call it that. It's a pre-workout <laughs> and then you go hit,
3: hit the sheets. Uh, yeah, exactly. So we tried all that kind of stuff. Didn't it's work. Too. And then. We also, like, I changed my diet, I cut out caffeine, I stopped drinking. You stopped drinking for four years? No. Oh. So I would try, like, two cycles of just cutting out alcohol. Mm. And then I realized that that wasn't working, and I would get pissed off, and then I would start drinking again.
0: It was such a crazy, like, up and down (laughs) with your drinking. I feel like when we would hang out, sometimes you weren't drinking, and I'd be like, Oh, is she pregnant? Well, I don't really want to ask. Like, I don't know if I should ask her or not. And then sometimes you'd come and just be like, open me a beer. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's where we're at right now. This month we're on, we're on grab me
2: a beer. <laughs> and I do remember like, I'm sure, I hope you don't mind if I share this, but it, it actually, I wasn't there. Renee told me about it. Cause we were like, oh, just feeling for you guys. But I think you, Alex were with, you and Jesse were at Renee and Eli's and you had left to go to like a work thing. And you came back, and I oh, have chills and tears already. And you were just like, so crushed because you got your period. And Jesse was just like, the most sweetest human oh, to be like, She's
0: just having a rough. Because that night before we had a lot of people over and you didn't drink, you were being strong and you were like, I, I really feel like maybe this is it. So I, why did
1: you think that? Like what made, just like your intuition? I think oh, you trick yourself. Right. Intuition. <laughs> yeah. intuition.
3: I think you trick yourself. Like your boob will hurt and you're like, oh hey. my God. I'm yeah. pregnant or, I don't know, like you'll feel nauseous all of a sudden, and it couldn't have been because you know you ate all this bad shit for you. No, it's because <laughs> you're pregnant. Like Oh. Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. So you like trick yourself. You play mind games. I think.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: So can you tell us about what the process was like with IVF, pill shots? I don't really know the specific terminology of like how it all works. Yeah. So maybe you can explain to us, like what IVF is um, and what your kind of what you get, what you guys went through. So we Let's actually
3: started that. with what they call timed intercourse. So you girls might actually know this, but um, Clomid is a medication that you might hear of a bit more often when it relates to infertility because um, it's something that we take to kind of like boost our egg quality and, and really help to um, get more follicles, which increase your chances. So that's part of timed intercourse. So I did that for three cycles. So what that means is I start out my cycle taking Clomid. You take that for five days. And then I gave myself an injection in the stomach halfway through to kind of like boost this. And throughout the whole process, you're going for monitoring. So you're going for blood work and vaginal ultrasounds because they want to see how big these follicles are getting because that's important to when the next step happens.
0: How often are you going to get this blood work and check? So that's
3: like every day or every other day.
0: Oh Oh my my God. God. So literally this is
1: the only thing. Did did you work? I feel like I'd have to take off work to get pregnant for three years.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So um, You have to go like first thing in the morning. So at seven o'clock in the morning, I'd be driving an hour to Mechanicsburg for Mm. all of these monitoring and all these appointments. And then I'd go into work afterwards, like, like, you know, nothing's going on when literally everything is going on. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. What do you do? What do you do for work? So I work for a college. I'm a fundraiser. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. So I get to travel a bit and, um, talk to people all day. I love (laughs) that. That's
1: awesome. Okay. So
2: that's where you started and then how, so you did that for three cycles and then obviously it, it didn't work. So then what was your next, like,
3: so then after that, we met with the doctor. We could have kept trying timed intercourse. So, so the rest of that, so after you give yourself the injections and you do all this stuff, they actually tell you when it's time to have sex. Like, that's what that means. They're like, okay, your follicles are at a good size. You're going to trigger mm-hmm. shot tonight. So you give yourself another injection and then they're like, you need to do the dirty tonight. Oh my God. Tomorrow is optional. And the next morning is mandatory. So So did you do the optional? (laughs) Just carry it. Sometimes we did. (laughs) Like like obviously it
1: puts a strain on, you know. So like I didn't know. Oh, there's
3: no romance. None. Like that is so so hard.
0: hard.
3: And Jesse will probably kill me for telling you this, but I remember the one the one time we were working through this process and it just wasn't working that morning. I mean, obviously lots of Pressure and emotions. Yeah. And so he left and went to work, and we didn't. And I was like crying. I'm
1: like, oh, no, my
0: God. I never
1: get It's
3: home.
1: so tough. It seriously oh, is. Uh. And then,
3: but wait, it gets better. So then they ended up, Jesse's a school teacher, right? So um, they had a two hour delay because it was snowing. So he came home. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. And you, and Bill, fell the the upon him. And then. <laughs> He went back to work.
1: That is (laughs) close.
3: Okay. Mm. So then going through that process. Okay. So anyway, what was your next? So that didn't work. So then we met with the doctor and we could have kept trying, but basically like it didn't work for three times. You're just going to keep going through this rabbit hole of it not working. Yeah. Mm. So then we decided that we were going to go through IVF. And so basically how that works is they will do sort of the same thing to like boost my follicles, but you get so much more and you're giving yourself injections daily. Like it's intense. Does and it so, hurt? oh yeah. Oh. And they're big freaking needles. Oh my oh God. Anyway, so, but I will preface this by saying that we didn't actually get to that point. So That is IVF, they boost your follicles and then they retrieve your eggs. So it's like a little Easter egg hunt. They take the eggs that are at the right size and then they take your partner's specimen or a donor, or you can use a donor egg. It just depends on like what's happening in your life. Mm -hmm. And then they put it together in a little tree dish and fertilize those eggs. And then they either do a fresh transfer where they put them back in or they can freeze them test them and put them back in.
2: Why so would really someone have... freeze them versus putting them right back in?
3: So we decided to freeze them. So when we were going through this process, it's a personal decision. Everybody's different. It was because of my age. So that's why I said at the beginning of the intro, like the fact that I'm 34 is kind of a big deal when you're talking about the fertility world. Because you're in your geriatric that, years, they say, right? They you do. Exercise, I do, because yeah. so It's and crazy the cost goes up and the percentage of success goes down and everything changes when you hit 35. And so it was a lot to think about. So for us, we wanted to have them all tested so that we knew that the best possible embryos were going back into me. So we planned for all of this. Um, She actually suggested that we take three months off. So this was the end of December last year we decided we were gonna take three months off and just like spend time together and not- and that, Is done. that the
1: sole reason that they said that to like, so it's not as feels forced and like spend time together and get back on track, okay.
3: Yeah, and also just to get all those medications like out of your body, because yeah. I was- And the
1: stress, that I mean- So
0: much, yeah. Stress
3: will, that will
0: could kill
1: a baby, like-
0: yeah, yeah, like if you're not in a good yeah. place.
3: So wow. we did that. Um, and we got our financial affairs in order because um, timed intercourse was covered by insurance, but anything after that was not. And so for us, we were looking at about $35,000 oh
2: for oh, this next easy. step. Wait, that's what it was going to cost for the next
3: step? Yeah, so oh we took gosh. out a personal loan. We figured out where we were with our HSA. We met with the financial planner. Like, We did all this shit because this is what we... Wanted
1: is that $35,000 whether it works or not? Is there a time frame?
3: Like, so they actually give you this was a shared risk process. What does that mean? So that means that we would get five tries, and if at the end of five, or if we decided we just emotionally couldn't do it anymore, we would get our money back. What the
1: who makes these rules? That's so (laughs) random. Like, what, like, where do they get this number? I don't know, so weird. I guess yeah. studies and stats and yeah.
0: so
2: this. I feel like this is leading into a perfect segue for you to tell us the pregnancy story, <laughs> yeah. which is my most favorite part. I love oh this story, I, know, okay. I so love it. Can you, I don't, yeah, I think that that's probably
0: where we're at in the story. So yeah, forgive me if I'm wrong, but. Yeah, you know, just keep on going no. with your timeline. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> so we, um, like I said before, never actually made it to IVF. So we took out the loan, we did everything we oh needed God. to do to get ready. I wasn't expecting that. Oh, yeah. Surprise. Spoiler alert. (laughs) I love it. So we took the three months off like we were told. So that would take us to March. And then everybody knows what happened in March. We experienced COVID. And that impacted our fertility because our clinic that we were working with said, we'll still move forward with IVF, but we're not going to do the transfer. So they would do everything up until basically getting me pregnant. And... Jesse had a good point. He said, Alex, why do we spend spend all this money to buy something that we aren't going to get what we want? Like, it's like buying a car and not being able to drive it. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. So we waited. We decided that because we had the money, because we had everything in place, we would wait until they were ready. And when the clinic was ready, then we would be ready. And so they were ready in April, and unfortunately, it missed my window of my cycle because Everything needs to happen at a specific time. So we're like, okay, next one, like we're ready to go. And I ordered my meds and, cause I was supposed to get my period over like a holiday weekend, the Memorial Day weekend. So I ordered my meds so I would have everything so I wouldn't miss this cycle. And I just never got my period.
1: And were you like not even expecting that? Like, no. can you I tell the no part about them.
2: the night before? Of like getting ready yeah. to go, all of that.
3: So the you mean with the medication? Yeah, no, like no,
2: no, tell, like the, the,
1: you tell you the whole thing. Yeah, the whole <laughs> thing. <laughs> it's
3: so exciting! Everyone, <laughs> just <laughs> stop talking.
1: Just kidding. just kidding. I keep interrupting you. Too.
3: No, you're fine. So I have like questions decided. in my mind
1: I want to ask you, but I'm not going to interrupt.
3: No, yeah, well, you can interrupt all you want, but I would just share. So Memorial Day is when we decided we were going to take the test in the morning. Like if we still didn't have anything going on. Um, I was going to take that test. The pregnancy test. Yeah. And oh. Jesse and I don't take tests. The rule is I won't take a pregnancy test if he's not here. And it's actually a ridiculous rule, but it made sense for us because I probably would have spent thousands of dollars in pregnancy tests <laughs> over the last four years. Been there. You... <laughs> <laughs> <Been there.
0: laughs>
3: not
1: for the same reason. <laughs> Wow, that was perfect. (laughs) I love that rule, though. Yeah, that's cute. cute. Because obviously you guys want to then be able to celebrate together. Right, yeah.
3: yeah. So that morning I told him I was taking the test. He was still in bed, and he was, like, mentally preparing himself for it to be negative, go through the whole thing that we go through every month where I'm a mess, blah, blah, blah. So I take it, and it's positive right away. And I'm like, this isn't real. So I set my timer. I set my timer on my phone. I'm like, this is this is just this is a trick. This isn't real. And I'm crying and I'm like brushing my teeth because I know I want to kiss him. And like oh "Oh my God. God. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And then finally he comes downstairs and as he's like walking down the stairs and into the living room, I walk out with a test in my hand, tears on my face, and he's like, Oh honey, like I'm so so sorry. He's like ready to console me. And I look at him and I say, are you ready to be a dad? Oh, And then like, all of it I'm just- i up to up That's so sweet.
0: <laughs> the, look at the chills on my arm. Oh my God. It, and I've heard this story blood. like multiple times. <laughs> yeah. Oh that my is God, it's so, so sweet. Oh, I love it so oh, much. Did
1: you take, you took a pregnancy test or wait, did you, did you take one every month? They would
3: actually call me. So I had to go in for blood work when I was doing the time dinner course. I would go in for pregnancy blood work and they would call me and leave a voicemail on my phone. And they would say, Alex, we are so sorry, but you're not- I'd Every single month? month? Oh, oh my God. God. Uh, that
2: was probably so draining to be like, oh, I have another voicemail. I was gonna well, say that like I had- I like don't every- know
3: if it's a good thing or a bad thing. So like, oh. we would listen to it together. So like they would call me at two and I couldn't listen to it until five. Oh my god, like come on, send and me a I, text.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll just waiting for Jesse to listen to that. Oh right, right, right.
3: So I would like analyze it, you know, like, oh, this one's a minute and a half long. Oh, the other one god. was a minute long. Like oh. maybe this so, is it.
1: <laughs> I can't imagine, like I just like the I just I don't know, I'm just like get like feel sad about the like some of the things you were saying, like the like the strain that it put on you guys, like your relationship, I'm sure is that, like, for three years, you said three or four, three? Mm-hmm, three. three. Do you feel like it affected you, like, your relationship, even outside of I mean, it's, it's all you think about every single day, right? Like, literally, it's the only thing on your mind. Um, like, how did you guys get through that? Was it as bad as, like, I, I'm, like, picturing it? I'm just picturing myself in that scenario, you know? I don't know.
3: It was really hard, and we try to distract ourselves. Our friends help, you know? Like, running away to Eli for the weekend and like disconnecting and throwing out my charts and stop taking my temperature every morning. You try did to do you, things like that, but. Did you,
1: did you fight about things that had, didn't have anything to do with that, but just because you were just like, oh, up, yeah. like
0: stressed all the time. Like, yeah. is that, I don't know. I just. I, I would feel like that would totally be like, even just normal stressors in life. Like when we're going through a stressful time, I feel like it's just mm-hmm. so normal to kind of argue or whatever with the person you're closest with and I'm sure having that stress on you guys for that long I can't even imagine.
1: Then for three years to want something that badly and just have it on your mind every single day like
0: it's insane. That's a really good point Vicky like Alex I know we've talked about this like it was really hard for you sometimes to see other people getting pregnant and other people having babies and like rightfully so and you were still happy for them but it, You're probably it was like, really oh, hard gross. for you, right? Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was really hard. And there were times where I had to keep myself in check because you don't want that jealousy side of you to come out. Mm-hmm. But when you see people that have something that you really, really want and maybe they didn't want it, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. that yeah, that's, was
3: really hard. For sure. Yeah. Uh. Gosh. And nobody talks about infertility. Like, I don't That's... know about you guys, but that wasn't a topic. Like until I went through it, I didn't know that like know. one in six people are affected by this. Right. So, no idea. And it's
0: not talked about, which is why we're so, so grateful for you coming on here and talking about this because so many people go through it. And I have found out over the past few years of a few people that go that have gone through it or that it's affected. And it's like, it's just not talked about enough. And I, I feel like it's super important for people to realize that they're not alone.
2: And the other thing with all of this too, is like miscarriages. It's one in four. And like, I cannot imagine going through something like that where you, if it was before you told everyone. So then you don't tell anyone because you're not talking about it because you're not going to be like, Oh, Hey, by the way, like I was pregnant, but I had a miscarriage. So can you help me through this? So like, unless it's like, you're your, your spouse and your very, very, like, few people that you've probably told, you're going through it alone. And then I'm sure that just, like, and, and I don't think, Alex, you guys got to that point, and that mm-hmm. thankfully didn't, you know, happen to yeah. you guys, but I know it happens to a lot of people where they're probably blaming themselves and figuring out, which, like, Alex, I mean, did you guys go through that with even getting pregnant? Like, did you ever have guilt on yourself of, like, what are we doing wrong or what's wrong with me? Did you guys go through that at all?
3: Yeah, I think Jesse probably more than I did. And that's only because of like the stereotypes that you think about like these macho guys that are like yeah i should be able to to do this because this is this is what my body's supposed to do just get her knocked up and and it wasn't happening and i think that was hard for him for me it was constantly like i'm doing something wrong Mm -hmm. i'm not eating the right thing i'm not doing the right thing it has to be me
1: no, no matter how many times the doctor said, you, your literal fallopian tube is blocked. Like, it's a fact. <laughs> yeah. But, like, did you ever yeah. feel like you had, like, got to a point where you ha- you felt like you needed, like, professional, like, someone to talk to, like, therapy or anything like that?
3: Actually, Jesse's the one that suggested it. Like, I got to a point where it was really, really bad. And it was probably around that time that you talked about, Becca, when we were at Renee's. And mm-hmm. I was just broken. I mean, yeah. just... Yeah. Miserable. And I still remember what that felt like. It was so hard. Oh, did he God, suggest God. it for, um, like, the both of you to go together? He was more concerned about me. Um, just because he felt like he couldn't support me in the way that I needed. I mean, of course, he would bring me flowers and tell me how much he loved me and did everything that he knew how to do. But he was just worried about me not having someone else. And, and, and did you go? Point, no, so at this point, I actually found a, a support group. Before this, I was going through all of this by myself, and I think that makes a huge difference. Yes, oh yeah,
1: because you're I, not that you're not open with the therapist, but you guys can like just have like, I mean, you don't
0: have to pay them. First of all, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: that I mean, you know what I mean. But you can
0: <laughs> kind of talk casually. Yeah, and, and they know what her. you're going through, so you guys can kind of, you it's know, kind of that. get each other.
2: I feel like that That's should hard. be a part of the process, like, mm-hmm. hi, you came to see me, I'm an infertility doctor, okay, step one, find yourself a counselor, like, or a
1: support yeah. group, like, that should be a part of it. It is yeah. for, like, cancer and stuff, because I know that they're at hospitals, like, that, it, that's part of it. Mm-hmm. Is it,
3: is it actually not? It wasn't talked about when we started our journey through the fertility center. So, it might be now, but it was something that I didn't know about, like, I had to find it on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, no one suggested that to you? That's weird to me. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, maybe it was in the folder full of information. Yeah.
2: So, Alex,
3: how did you feel
2: after you got pregnant? Did you? So, I know that I guess with you guys, the struggle was to get pregnant. Did you have any worry after you were pregnant? That something was gonna go wrong, or how did? Yeah, how did you guys deal with that?
3: Every single day, I woke up thinking it was a dream. Like it wasn't. Oh, god. Well. until my belly got so big, then I'm like, okay, I guess this is real now. But it so, was- yeah, I think <laughs> I'm pregnant. I don't think it was from Thanksgiving. But-, <laughs> but,
1: like, what Becca said about, um, like, like the aftermath of it, I t- um, my question about that kind of is not, like, thinking that it's real, but more so, like, is the baby going to be okay, healthy? Like, are there, like, for people who are infertile and then they go through these processes, Do uh, is there a percentage of babies that have, like, is there a trend of a disease or something like that in the situation?
3: No, I mean, some of them are a bit more high risk just because um, I know that some might not go the whole way to term. Um, your chances of multiples increase when you go through timed IUI, IVF, any of the fertility treatments.
1: Are you about to tell us that you're are you having twins?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish. But no. Oh my God. Do you want several children? Um, yeah, but I'm we'll, we'll get through this one first. I don't (laughs) know. Yeah,
0: yeah, let's not. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if
3: my body can do this again, you know? Yeah.
0: Have you been feeling good with your pregnancy? Like, were you sick at all? Are you?
3: No. So this pregnancy has been honestly a dream. And I think it's probably because I paid
0: for it in the beginning with
3: all of that (laughs) work that I was telling you about. So, um, I feel pretty fortunate now.
0: Yeah. You don't even, your face does not look pregnant. Like Mm -hmm. the listeners can't see you, but you're sitting and we can't see your belly and you don't look like you're pregnant. You look amazing. I didn't know you were seven. (laughs) We're (laughs) going
2: to
1: need you to stand up. Can we see the belly? Sure.
0: (laughs) <laughs> You're glowing. Oh You're my God. You're so cute.
1: <laughs> Alex, Thank I didn't God. even know you were pregnant until we got on here. Oh. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I thought we were just talking about the infertility process. Shut up. You're kidding. Oh my gosh, Vicki. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> I'm serious. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. I
2: love, I love you. But
0: I'm oh glad to hear it. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So All really. right. Last question. Um, how can friends, family members, um, support someone who's going through this? Like, I, I know for me, I always felt like, how should I ask you about what's going on? Do you want to talk about it? Like, what's appropriate? Um, and just how can, how can friends and family be supportive? And yeah,
3: that's such a great question. And it's so important. Um, I think the biggest thing is to listen to understand, not to necessarily respond. And I actually think that that's good advice for like life. Yeah. But, um, most people don't talk about this, right? We already said that or are familiar with it or know somebody that's going through it, and so it's new to you, so listen, but then feel like it's okay to ask questions and say to your friend like i'm not I've not been through this. I'm so sorry that you're going through it, but I'm here if you want to talk about it, and is it okay if I ask you some questions because i don't I don't actually understand it, yeah, and they'll tell you if it's like you know, too much or they're not ready. Right. Um, and the other thing, and this kind of came up on Jenna's, when you guys interviewed Jenna a couple of weeks ago, and she talked about how she overheard somebody saying some not so kind things when she was working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And her message was like, always be kind because you never know what someone else is going through. And this is the same thing. Now, obviously Jenna's situation is the opposite of what I've experienced, but yeah. if the same is still true. And I think people try to give good advice by saying things like, oh, just relax and it'll happen. Or, you know, have sex this way. Or yeah. put your legs over your head when you're done. Or, oh, my. <laughs> oh, my God. Make
1: me by my feet, why don't you? <laughs> I mean,
3: Is that mind. really a thing? Oh, I've heard it all. Yeah. I oh wonder if it and- works. <laughs> <laughs> I it didn't for me. <laughs> Alex I tried said, nope, I tried. It <laughs> didn't work. Right.
2: Like,
1: yeah. Save on save on oh, all of the thirty five thousand. just put your feet over your head. It's fine. <laughs> like, thanks, <laughs> grandma. Like I didn't think of yeah. <laughs> Wait, Alex, did you try that? Did you like have Jesse like, all right, honey, hold my ankles? No, <laughs> <Mom, laughs> you did. I was joking. She's no, not my body. Tried oh, like, god
3: Folded my body in half
0: wow that's awesome <laughs> I can't <laughs> you really did try everything, <laughs> everything. so that's,
3: that's um god I was just gonna say I think that people really come from a good place when they give you these suggestions or advice yes. like they care they want to fix it um but sometimes there just really is no fixing it's just yeah. being there yeah.
2: right and I think also like I mean I obviously wasn't in the position but maybe just asking people like hey how are you doing because you're not asking directly, but like, you're also not ignoring it because I can imagine like any time that we would hang out with you and Jesse, like it, not that it's like an elephant in the room, but like, we know you guys are trying. We're constantly thinking about you guys. It's like, we know you're going through like a really tough time. So almost to just completely act like nothing's wrong is also kind of like this weird, like cloud in the room kind of yeah. thing. So like, I feel like at least when I would see you guys, I would just want to to casually like, how are you guys doing? Like, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, you, you it, know, like it feels good to, to vent and talk about this. Like, people, I feel like people. That's a lot of times why they get have anxiety. They, they don't open up, and it, that's why I love like this podcast. I feel like I didn't realize how much I'd like it. Like, just therapy being for us. so open. Yeah, it's like, our therapy. About feelings and <laughs> thoughts, and it's, it's so important. Connect, connect, connect with people. That <laughs> is so important. It is, and it makes you just feel so good. And yeah, Absolutely. Alex, I love that you were
2: open enough to like, or I love that you were you know, vulnerable to talk about this today, because you're right, yeah. so many people don't talk about it. And hopefully, this will kind of start, you know, to help people, even if they're just in our circles to, you know, talk and we'll obviously drop Alex's contact information for Instagram. Is that okay, Alex? Sure, of course. Okay. And just so if anybody wants to chat or, if you know,
1: we can, any of us can help in any way. Yeah. And are you re I'm just so excited for you re- um, to have sex and want to have it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank
3: you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I just like, oh my God. Oh my gosh. I just, I, I just my heart
1: goes my heart
0: out to you.
1: <laughs>
2: I'm glad that the story has a happy ending for yeah, you, Alex. Oh my I'm
0: God. Absolutely. Ending. It's yeah. so exciting. Do you have anything else around the topic that you wanted to share, Alex, that we didn't touch on?
3: The only thing that I will share, and maybe you can put this in your show notes, um, I give care packages to people that I know that are going through infertility, and so I might just put some really cheap, easy ideas in case you have a friend that is going through this that you think might be helpful. It's just, again, super easy stuff. Um, Pineapples are actually a good sign um, for infertility, so anybody that's struggling... What do you mean that's a good sign for infertility? That means it just represents infertility. So, like, I will always get pineapple Band-Aids for people that are going through that. Oh, so, like, it's, like, a symbol? Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were saying if you ate pineapple, it would. I thought that's
0: what you meant at first, too.
3: Some people swear by that, too. I've tried it.
1: Oh, Tried sure, the try the pineapple too. <laughs> Oh, there's Alex eating a pineapple again, out of the upside down. Oh my, God. she's hanging by her ankles eating. A have pineapple. you ever
0: hung by your ankles and ate pineapple at the <laughs> same time? No, no.
3: Maybe that's where we went wrong, guys. Exactly. exactly. You should have done
0: that. All, all the strategies. I do love that you give little care packages, and that's such a great idea. We can definitely put it in the show notes so that if anybody wants to do that for their friends, that's awesome. I love it. That's so that's cute. It. All right. Thank you so much, Alex, for opening up and sharing with all of us. Um, and then we always end our episode with the weekly reel. So did anyone have anything crazy happen to them this week that you want to share? Yeah, I have yeah, but I it would take me a
1: whole hour to tell you about my week, so I'll try and summarize. <laughs> all right, let's hear summarize. what happened. Well, I sent you the, the image of the the video of the raccoon.
0: Yes, I saw that. <laughs> I
1: feel like that's like my least favorite of the three that happened to me, but so actually, I'm not even going to talk about that one. Just posted, we'll post a picture of the raccoon that was on Vicky's porch yeah. in the middle of the night. Renee, I did send that to you, right?
3: You did, yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I thought it was a coyote. I mean, I didn't, it was the biggest, Alex, actually, I'll send it to you. It was the biggest thing I've ever seen in my life. I thought it was a person. I went outside. I was ready for it to be like, someone's breaking in. They were just rummaging through our stuff. And it looked, it looked up at me and it went to launch. It was, it was um I'm not getting this big. <laughs> in the middle of the night, it woke me up.
3: Was it going for your trash? Yes,
1: and then he, he looks he looks at me with a piece of bread out of his mouth. I'm like, oh my god! I'll just, it's a video. It's the creepiest thing I've ever seen. Anyway, so that happened, and then the following evening, or two, a couple days later, I'm at Walmart shopping around. I just told Becca the story, and this this guy flags me down. He's like, maybe in his like fifties, um, and he he flags me down from like the end of the aisle, and he's like, man. Uh, can a second I was like oh me and he's like yeah can I get your opinion on something um and I was like yeah sure and he's um he's like um it's my anniversary and he didn't like say like his his what like him and his spouse or whatever so it's my anniversary do you think this is a good present and he's holding a box of knives (laughs) like like a block like a set of knives and it's like you're at Walmart so like they're they're only as good as like, you know, it was like the mainstay brand and like, I'm like, oh my, okay. He's like, would you like this for an anniversary gift? And I was like, it's my favorite part of the story. I was like, I personally wouldn't, <laughs> but, um, I'm trying to think if my husband would, he might, I mean, he likes like a good sharp knife. I'm like. I'm like, I don't know, like to cook with and, um, <laughs> Oh my god! I said, okay. Um. Do you have any suggestions? I'm like, well, um. He's like, she likes to be in the kitchen, so that's why you know I I thought this might be a good option. I was like, do you need new knives? <laughs> he's like, he's like, we need better knives. I was like, okay. Um. Maybe wait until how about, how about Christmas? Have a fucking Christmas. Um. And he's like, oh, that's a good idea. And then he's like, do you have any ideas? And I'm like. Well, you said she likes to be in the kitchen, so I start asking a few questions, and I'm like... I am so...
0: I cannot believe this conversation is still so <laughs> happening. Like, <you're laughs> and it was full a little, like, out. 8 a.m. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but this oh, is no. hilarious. Like, it, I thought it was going to be a quick question. Like, this guy is just full out oh, no. befriending.
1: Well, I don't want him to
0: know. leave with those knives. What's <laughs> up for the gift?
1: So... <laughs> you're so sweet, Vicki. <laughs> so, um... So, 20 minutes later, we're going... We're in the appliance section. I'm... I'm... T- we spend twenty minutes together. No, you did not. Yes, because I was like, "Does she like coffee? Um, what about
0: like a nice like espresso machine?" <laughs> Renee's dying. Renee's like, I literally <laughs> am sweating and crying. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. I'm just picturing you walking around Walmart with a random guy trying to help yeah. him shop for his wife. Right. <laughs> for twenty minutes.
1: I mean. So, I mean, I wanted to support him, but I, <laughs> so I, I was like, what about a nice, um, like cappuccino? I was like, cause I actually want one of those. And I asked for it for Christmas and he was like, well, she just got me a really nice coffee pot. I was like, that's not, that's not cappuccino or espresso though. He's like, well, she doesn't drink coffee. I was like, all right. So, um, on to the next aisle. So we're just kind of bat- bouncing ideas off each other. <laughs> and, um, you know, I just... What did I say? I feel like he wasn't giving me much to work with. I've, so, um... He, you will leave him
2: there with the yeah. guys. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, I, at first, I was, like, it took him a while for me to tell, like, I was, like, I didn't want to say, is it a girl or a guy? Because he, he didn't say she or a wife at first. So, I'm, like, okay, do that. I was, like, do they, like, X, Y, Z? Finally, because like, then I feel like it would have been easier in the beginning. Yeah. Like, like, I didn't want to point him to, like, the Barbie section or anything, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so anyways, it... I just kind of was talking openly and just offering ideas and then he's like, I really appreciate your help. I'm not kidding. It was like 20 minutes. Oh, my so then God. I go and finish my shopping and um probably about like a half hour later I'm going to check out and I see him I spot him again. He's still holding the knives. <laughs> <laughs> and then he flags me down. and goes, "Thanks again for your help." And I was like, "Thank you." Uh, I was like, "Wait, no.
0: Yeah, no problem." <laughs> <laughs> and So I don't know. I don't know if
1: he went with those or
0: not. That is crazy. When you first started this story, I thought he was going to be like a psychopath with sharp knives, like about to kill you or something. Mm -mm. That's what I went. I
1: was like, "What a creep! Why is he holding knives?" But yeah. Oh my god. And I have another story that happened to me. I'll save it for next week because it's yeah. I don't okay. want to take up the spotlight. <laughs> so the other week, I've been dying to tell this
2: on The reel, but I couldn't because it was a gift for Vicky for Christmas. But I've been going, or we went downtown for, um, like, to shop small or whatever. I instantly <laughs> cried. Did you? <laughs> um, anyway, there was this, at one of the distilleries in downtown Frederick, um, 10th Ward, one of my faves, they have this upstairs area, and they had all these little vendors. And we didn't even know when we were going there, but they're like, oh, are you guys here to s- do the vendors or see the vendors or whatever? And we we're like, oh, no, but we'll go check it out. So I go up there and there's this, um, whatever, a bunch of little craft stuff. And then this guy's sitting there with a typewriter
1: and it was called, what's it say? Um, it's called Walking Mall Poet. What, sorry, Walking Mall Poet. Everyone follow on Instagram at Walking Mall Poet. I love him. <laughs> it's a company. They actually have three
2: different um, poets, but this one guy was there and he was just sitting there um, typing on this typewriter. And there's like a little blurb about like what he's doing. Um, But pretty much you give him like a couple facts about who you want the poem to be written about or like what topic. And then he comes up with a poem in seven minutes or less.
1: And I cried when she said that. Just (laughs) that.
2: Because I think that is amazing. So so I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. And of course I'm like thinking like of all the people that I can write this for, but I'm like, you know what? This is such a Vicky gift. She actually bought a typewriter at an antique store. So two. Because <laughs> you need two typewriters, right? Um, <laughs> Everyone needs
0: two typewriters.
2: Right. So I was like, this is such a Vicky gift. Plus she's like writes. And yeah, I was like, this has to be for Vicky. That is so, so perfect. I, the guy's like, okay, like tell me about her. And I'm like, well, we've been friends for like 30 years. We've gone to every school together. We've lived together like in every city that we've lived in like and he's like all right what's your favorite memory and I'm like I'm literally blank. I was like I don't know he's like
1: well you can like think of something I'm like uh I, I hate that question. I got nothing that's like, like tell, uh, tell me about yourself question I just
2: couldn't because I'm like 30 years of friendship like what I don't know and anything that I would yeah. think is so funny he would be like you're yeah funny. so <laughs> I was just like um He's like well, what do you guys like to do together and I was like um we like to make fun cocktails and we like to travel together he was like okay good so then, oh, and I forgot to tell you this part. Um, so then he like starts writing it. So anyway, he writes this poem. I can show you. Maybe we can post it. But it's this like yeah. whole thing that he wrote Sweet. specifically for Vicky within like five minutes. Um, we'll post. I actually have the picture. So we'll post okay. it on our Instagram. Um, but it was so cool. And he just did it out of nowhere. And so I'm sitting there like he, re- he read it to me. He's like, do you want me to read it to you? Oh and I gosh. was like, yeah, sure. So he reads it. And I'm like, that is literally so cool. Like it was such a cool experience. And then he said to me, which I didn't tell you, he was mm. like, Honestly, this is like a really awesome thing to get to experience. And I was like, I was thinking that. I thought he was was gonna gonna say, this is a really awesome poem. She sounds awesome. (laughs) (laughs) But he was like, he's like, no, like I get to hear so many stories. And I was like, I was gonna ask you that. Like, it's gotta be wild. And he was like, he was like, yeah. I mean, you and your friend, you've been friends for 30 years and you've gone everywhere together. That's so amazing. And I would have never known that by not doing this. That is so cool. And I was like, you're so cool. Like <laughs> Seriously, I'm, 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 that
1: is such an I'm awesome going there thing. after this. Like I'm putting it also on my Christmas <laughs> list. Can I just, is that, are you dying? I was going to read the last line. Oh yeah. Once I, I just wanted
2: to say you can actually, if you're like local, you can get this company to actually do an event for you so they can come to your event and just sit there know. and write poems
1: for people I need them at my wedding I I need to oh my gosh yes that is so such a good idea um literally I'm like I'm just I can't I need to like I need to lock myself in a room and read this again but like (laughs) this the last thing said the last line it's like um to everyone around us with this loyalty of friendship glee we like all adults are big kids stumbling through the pass down rituals but one thing is certain we will play together no matter where we go I oh, it's can't. So good. Sounds like I I should, can't. maybe yes. Yeah, I mean, it's It's, a poem. it's definitely it's so as easy as I that. can't. I just can't. I don't know. That was my. I recovery. loved it. I love that. Might be the best gift I've ever gotten <laughs> You guys should have him on the podcast. Oh my gosh, we should. <laughs> <laughs> good idea. I want yeah, to. Yeah. What is a story? I don't know. But that's, that's a great or, idea. That's a idea. I'm
2: picturing
1: like a, <laughs> like the male version of Miss Watika, with a paint with the painter's cap. He had a hat on. It
2: looked like and a sig. No, it was like an Amish kind of hat. Not Amish. Um, like what is the like a, fisherman's hat. Is
0: that
2: what is top that top out? I don't know. I'll, just, I'll <laughs> have to find it. But yeah. Anyway, <laughs> some type of
0: done. <laughs> all right. I love your weekly reels, girls. I have nothing. Yours were amazing. Um, Alex, thank you so so much again for opening up and sharing with us and all the listeners. We love you, and we are so pumped that you shared your story.
1: Thanks,
3: Alex. That
0: was Bye. so fun. Thanks, guys. Thank you so
1: much for listening. We'll be here every Thursday, so be sure to come back and hang with us. If you like this episode, share with a friend or tag us on Instagram so we can personally thank
0: you. Bye! Bye, bye. (laughs) guys!